we are going to enter into another talk about Sabbath. So this is something that we as a community are going to focus on in July. We're not going to meet together. We're going to meet over Zoom. Um, MCs are going to have different rhythms. And we're just trying to practice um, what I have kind of been thinking about as a mystery of Sabbath. I don't really know how Sabbath works. Um, I was talking to Chris yesterday about like, how does... I don't know, some, something, Jesus does something to our hearts and to our minds as we enter into Sabbath, as we practice some rhythms. And so we just want to give you maybe today some imagination of what that could look like um, as we enter into July. And this, I feel like Sabbath is going to be something that we're always continually going to learn and grow in. Um, and as I was thinking about Sabbath this week, it hit me, and I knew this, but when you actually like sit down and think about something, different things jump out at you. Um, Sa Sabbath was something that God did during the days of creation, and it was before the fall. So we actually don't need Sabbath because we're broken. Sabbath was actually a part of the rhythm that God established before sin and what, what we like to say sin entered our world or brokenness entered our world. And so I don't know. Like I said, I'm not here with all the answers. I don't know how all that works. I don't know why God needed to rest. He seems, you know, we know him as infinite and with all the power. But some reason, he created that rhythm for us and for us to follow. And so we're just going to lean into that and trust that God is going to continue to teach us forever and always um, about what Sabbath does for us and what that could look like. So earlier this spring, Chris, Charlie, and I were talking about the the July month of Sabbath, and I just said, hey, could we just give, like, I know what Sabbath is, I, I have this idea of what it is, but could we give some, like, really practical things or talk about some ways that we could stir our imagination to enter into Sabbath? Because, like, it, like we don't really have, like, super strong rhythms of Sabbath. We, we're starting to create some in our, in our family, um, but I just, like, I want help, and I feel like probably others would, might want help in thinking about what that could look like. And so last week, Charlie gave you some things about what Sabbath is not, and um, it's not a day of distraction. It's not binging on Netflix. Um, and so today I want to give you some practices or some ideas of what it could be. Um, so we're going to walk through three areas, and the first area that we're going to talk about is stop and prepare. So the Israelites, um, way back in the Old Testament, had to stop every, in, I guess part of the New Testament, had to stop everything that they were doing, literally everything. They couldn't walk very far on the Sabbath. They couldn't prepare their meals. They couldn't go out and if their donkey was stuck somewhere, like there are all these strange rules about what they could and couldn't do on the Sabbath. Um, and so... They had to stop, but in order to stop, they actually had to prepare some things. They had to eat the next day, right? And so if you remember um, when the Israelites were in the wilderness and uh, manna fell from, their food fell from heaven for a period of time, and I can't imagine what that was like, but they weren't supposed to prepare, they weren't supposed to gather extra except for the day before Sabbath. And they were supposed to gather twice as much, right? And it wasn't going to go bad that day. Um, and it was going to last them until through Sabbath. And so they have, they had this preparation of stopping and also preparing to stop. And so my question, my first question for you is, what do we need to stop? And then how are we going to prepare to make that stop happen? 
So maybe our stop is deleting our work email off our phone on Fridays. Um, maybe our stop is not doing a household chore on your Sabbath day, whatever Sabbath day that looks like. For us in the Hamilton household, I like to think of it from Friday night to Saturday night. Um, so what is it that I want to prepare for. Um, for me, that's like a lot of cooking and cleaning, but for you, that's probably something else. Um, so for me on Fridays when I get off work, I want to make sure my floors are clean because that's something that's really important to me. I hate walking around on dirty floors and I want to make sure my kitchen is clean because that's just an area of like stress for me. Um, so for me to be able to enter rest, like those are two things I want to get done before Saturday. Um, but so this is such a, like an important piece of thinking about Sabbath. I want to give you a chance to think about what you want to stop and how you want to prepare for that stop. And don't like don't make this super hard. Don't make it too big that it's not attainable for like what's a simple rhythm that you could do for the month of July um, as we Sabbath together as a community that you want to go forward in. So I'm going to give you one minute and I would like for you to turn to somebody and process or think about what is one rhythm that you want to stop and how are you going to prepare to make that happen? So I still have to eat on the weekends, right? Or Chris for sure has to eat on the weekends. Um, so I can't stop cooking, but maybe I'm going to cook a little bit before, a little bit extra the night before. So I don't have to like worry about cooking that day or I know a lot of mine are like household things, so you guys can think about something else, please. But um, that's why I want to give you this time to prepare, like imagine what could that look like for you? What is one rhythm that you could do differently that you could stop? It's intentional stopping and intentional preparing. So I'm going to give you one minute to turn and talk and process. I do not... I really do not want to interrupt y'all's talking because I really want y'all to get something you can walk away with today to um, to stop and prepare for for July. But humor me here and maybe just a couple of people because we are all very creative and all very smart. And maybe you have an idea that I want to start doing. Um, so if maybe just a couple of people would say out loud something that they want to stop or how they're going to prepare differently um, to enter into Sabbath. Stephanie said if she's going to prepare to put her phone away, she's going to have to prepare to put her phone away, <laughs> right? Check your emails, do everything she needs to do on her phone to be able to set it aside for a time. And if you didn't hear Chris, Kaylee's was, uh, she's going to do her homework earlier in the weekends, either Friday night or Saturday morning to be able to rest and not have that kind of looming over her head all weekend. One more, anybody? Oh, use the, you're speaking my language. Use the grill so you don't have to use pots and pans. See how practical these things can be, guys? So just those three things, Just help, I hope they help stir your imagination. And if you have some really fun ones throughout July that you're implementing, please tell me. I would love to know because I want to continue to grow in my rhythm of resting in Sabbath, um, not just for July, but continually. So I would love to hear what you have to say. Um, so the next one, so we did stop and prepare. Now rest and delight. Stop and prepare, rest and delight. So what is life giving for you? I feel like this one actually is going to be a harder question to answer because Charlie said something last week and I said, oh, I got to write that down. He said, we have come to accept distraction as rest instead of real Sabbath. Like I accept watching Downton Abbey 
on Netflix as rest. And that's probably not really restful because then I get caught up in the story and I'm emotionally exhausted after two episodes. <laughs> Guys, it's not restful, but I take it as rest and it's it's actually not helpful. So you, you might have to... <laughs> I don't know what Chris Hamilton just said, but I think it was something unkind. Um, <laughs> but it's it's hard. This one's going to be hard because we're so used to just distracting ourselves and robbing ourselves of real rest. So I really want you to think about what is really life giving. Um, for me, that's being creative. For Chris Hamilton, it's work. It's uh, being with people, which is not mine. Um, so it might be different for your families, like what each person needs. But figure it out. To, like. Ask others, hey, what is really, like, what do I seem really at peace in? Or what, when I feel really rest, like, what am I doing? Just be able to process that. And like I said, that one might be the hardest of all because we actually don't know what real rest looks like. Um, and then the last one is be present and fight. So we had stop and prepare, rest and delight, be present and fight. Um, and I say fight and I put it at the end because it rhymed with the other ones. But um, the the fight is, this is not going to be your natural tendency. And this is not what our culture says to do. It's not um, what the nations around Israel were doing. And it is going to be hard. It is going to have to take intentionality. It is going to have to take... Um, like preparing and doing harder things maybe. Um, and so you have to, you're going to have to fight for it. Um, and the, like the world continues to rush on. There's going to be emails come through. There's going to be crises that happen. Um, but we have to fight to have that rest. And like I said, I'm not totally sure and can't give you the answers of what all that does to our hearts and minds, but I know it does something. Um, and I know God calls us to to have this practice. And so um, what can we learn when we do this, when we fight for it? And be present because it, it isn't distraction. These practices are going to push us to be present, to be present in the here and now, to be present with God, to be present with ourselves. And I'm sure that's like a lot of the reason why we distract ourselves because we don't want to be present because that's uncomfortable. But we have to be present with God. We have to be present with ourselves. We have to be present with each other. And then we can be present in creation. So stop and prepare, delight and rest, and be present and fight. And so I just encourage you today, use your imagination. Tell me what you're doing. I would love to hear it. Tell everybody. Um, and we can learn from each other as we um, Sabbath together in the month of July and as this becomes and is continual a part of our practice here at Missio.